everyone. Welcome back to After the Checkers. I am Kyle Hall. That right there is number three in the entire nation of Wasoda in the street stock points. We're going to get to Tucker in just a bit. But first, Minnesota Truck Headquarters, thank you for being on board, Jordette boys. And right over there, East Central Sports, uh, Mac and his gang down in North, uh, North Branch at East Central Sports, we thank you for being on board as well. We're going to get to them a little bit later down in the show. But first, Tucker Peterson, man. How the heck are you? Great. How are you? I am good. I am good. And so uh, happy new year to everyone, by the way, it is, this is our first show of 2024. It sounds weird to say that because as, as we record right now, it's uh, December 12th uh, as on the date that we're recording, but the date you're watching people is, uh, is the first show of 2024. And so uh, happy new year. Um, I, I hope you uh, are watching. I hope everything is, is going great in everybody's lives. So uh how have you been, Tucker? I've been good. Um, honestly, it is at the hospital a lot lately um, with mom and our whole family situation. But yeah, um, just kind of getting by with all of that and looking forward to Christmas. Hopefully we'll have her home. So that's awesome. That's awesome. OK, so let's you you brought up something that I'm sure a lot of people have no idea about. A lot of people do uh, in in the tight racing community. A lot of people know what's going on there and. And, uh, but for the people that don't, let's, if, if let's just get that, the, the 800 pound gorilla in the room, let's get that out of the way first, and then we'll go have some fun. So, um, so you're going to know it better than me. Your, your mom yeah. was diagnosed with cancer, but I don't know the details of what kind and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and prognosis and stuff like that. So take it away. Yeah. So, um, gosh, was it, I want to say two, two, around two years ago now, um, she was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, which basically means that it's spread to your bones. So um, you can't, like, it's not technically curable, but it's treatable. Sure, so sure. she was diagnosed like two years ago and it's just kind of been an ongoing thing since just with different, they have so many different types of, you know, drugs or like they make like a, just like chemo pills is what I call them, but uh, right, yeah. just different, different treatments other than just sitting there and actually doing chemo. So She's been on those um, leading up to, it would have been around the site's memorial time. So like early September, I think yep. is around that. Yeah. Um, so that's when she ended up starting an actual, um, an actual chemo treatment just inside in the like cancer center. And it was one of the most aggressive ones that you could go on, but they thought she could handle it. And it just caused a, a, a bunch of issues. Yeah. Um, short so it basically the big picture it it just knocked down her immune system so far that you know all of us have good and bad bacteria in our stomachs so what happened was is her immune system became so suppressed that some of that i'm assuming just bacteria it it somehow got into the bloodstream so then that caused her to go septic you and that's what led her yeah. into the hospital so it's actually when we were in ogilvy for the topless nationals um we i had no idea leaving that you know she was sick but yeah. um so, so we she were, didn't travel with you she was home for yes for yeah. the for ogilvy because it that chemo had really knocked her knocked her down like you could yeah. tell she was really tired grant you know it's chemo <laughs> so it really knocked her down but um so she was at home and dad stayed with her um, so it was just me, Kelsey and Cole that went to Ogilvy, but he gave us a call. It was the last day. It was actually like 15 minutes before my feature race. 
Um, he Great called timing. me and he said, yeah. we're, br we're bringing mom into the ICU. She's really sick. And it's like, okay. Like she was in really tough shape more than what we knew at the time. And then that's when they found out she was septic. And they actually said that with the infection she had, um, generally people don't make it longer than six hours. They, okay. they, they, it's just that aggressive and horrible. So it was not looking good for yeah. a very long time. It was a couple, two or three weeks that she was in the ICU, mostly just unconscious or she doesn't remember any of it now. Yeah, it was sure not. Yeah. It, she was really sick. They had said many times that they didn't think she was going to pull through on that. It's just, they said it's so unlikely, but she proved us all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and that's awesome. That's so awesome, now, she, now she's at, uh, it's called Encompass, the rehab center um, through All True. And, you know, the problem after all of that was she laid in bed for a month and yeah, now you, she, you she lost all of her. Yeah. 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 So she's getting stronger. She's really trying to push through their Their goal is to have her home by the 22nd or 23rd, I believe. So right before Christmas. And um, hopefully we can at least have a good holiday together. And Absolutely, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I don't like to talk about religion and that sort of stuff on here, but uh, you can count on a prayer from my house to your house every night until I thank you. Her. And so it is, uh, and I, I think this community, I think the race car community is, is big in that. And yeah. so, uh, we'll, if you're watching and you're that kind of person, then send up some prayers. What's your mom's name? Uh, Julie Peterson, Julie. Yep. Send some, send some prayers for Julie. So, uh, that's awesome. And it was, uh, Justin, we, you know, the, 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 the champ, the, the two time mm -hmm. national champ. Now he, uh, he won the national championship all season long. He carried, uh, a, a, a mural on the roof of his car mm -hmm. for his best friend's wife who had, had passed away mm -hmm. from cancer. It's the whole reason his car was bright pink all season yeah. long. Um, the Brower boys, uh, you know, the, the, the top four in the national points, every mm -hmm. single one of you is dealing with some sort of, or has dealed with some sort of cancer. And, yeah. and, uh, and for two of three of you, I guess your kids, you're just children mm -hmm. and, and it's your parents. And that's a, that's a tough thing to deal with as, as young men. And so, um, I wish nothing but the best to you and to Braden and, uh, Colton that, that everything turns out the way that it should. And so, um, man. It, it I was going to say, it really is cool that, you know, out of such a horrible situation that the whole racing community can, you know, be together in that way. Like it, as yeah. far as that whole national points thing, you know, we were all racing so hard against each other all year yes. round, you know, it, it just, it made it feel like there is something more than just racing hard like it's just yeah. for points we were all i feel like trying to race you know to to honor those people for that, a bigger uh, cause yeah yeah exactly, exactly. and, and it just and it felt really cool knowing that it's not just you you know it's the the top four every time you race against each other there's just this extra you know fire in your gut that yeah. you know what i mean it's it was just really cool there was um i, I i'm pretty good buddies with justin and mm -hmm. and uh and uh, you and i this is the first time we've ever talked is is right now and and the brower boys i don't i know them to say that's Braden and that's colton mm -hmm. and, and that kind of a thing but i don't know them well and um it was tough watch as as a empathetic type person that i am it was tough to watch the battle to the end of the season mm -hmm. because um 
because which which one of you do you cheer for? Like all, I wanted all four of you to tie kind of a thing yeah. for that exact reason that you're saying, mm-hmm. because like it would be cool for for, you know, Braden and Colton's dad to see mm-hmm. to see their kid win the national championship. It'd be cool yeah. for your mom to see you win a national championship. Yeah, and I know it was from the moment from a year ago right now when it was decided that Justin's car was going to be mm-hmm. right here. He he raced all season long with fire in his stomach. Like exactly, they, and it was there was nothing easy about his national championship. There, like no. a the the his comp the the three guys chasing him all season long were as good or better than what Justin was all season long. And then every domino there was like his truck broke down and people mm-hmm. bought his trucks and then he wrecked his car and had to rebuild his car and that's it's all the stuff that goes into a national championship, but it's, mm-hmm. it's like you just said, Tucker, it is, it meant more this year than it, than yeah. it has, you know? And so, um, well, and you know, at least it all came down to, well, I mean, kind of it, at least it all came down to that last weekend in Montana too. That, that kind of, that whole weekend, that's one I'll never forget. Just, just because of that anticipation, you know, they ended up canceling the next week, which would have put me out of the hunt. But at the time we didn't know that. So that was yeah. whatever, just call it all down to Montana. That was just, it was cool that we all drove all that way just because e- either one of us, whoever won out that weekend could have won the yeah. title. You know what I mean? In theory, like it was just, it was really cool that it all, you know, just everything we're saying on top of that, like it just really felt like there was some motivation behind all of us. Yeah. That was just, yeah. it was pretty cool. And that all four of you are friendly about it. Like you're, mm-hmm. there, there's no like, yeah, I want to kick your ass on the track, but the <laughs> moment we're off the track, we're high-fiving each other and going, man, that was awesome. And that's, yeah. it's for all four of you. That's, that's cool. And so, well, and you know, like after Justin won that first night, I, I had led that whole race leading up to that. And on that yellow, um, one of my tires was slowly going down. So I got back and my tire was at my right front was like, five psi or something it's way too low for a street so yeah, regardless yeah. though it was all hugs in the pits like there yeah. wasn't an ounce of me that was like oh crap you know we had a chance but we blew it tight it was just i was happy for justin just like i know he like all season long if he didn't win or he got second to me or braided anybody he was the first guy to come give you a hug or a handshake and tell yeah. you a good job and that's just it's just speaks to the group and just the whole top it's, four national just all of us you know it is the family of racing right and so exactly it's it's such a common theme on this show of whether it's whether it's actual blood family or whether mm-hmm. it's it's just the guy that you park next to every freaking race or the guys you travel from race to race to race or the guys yeah. that battle against whatever it is they're your family and it's it's everybody pulls together and i've i've said it a dozen times this year, this season, 2023, I guess last season now, mm-hmm. uh, 2023 was, it, it showed the resiliency and the love that people have in this sport. Like they're mm-hmm. like, you know, there's, we had a guy hit by a freaking bus and he survived yeah. and he was in the hospital and people gave tens of thousands mm-hmm. of dollars. And there's the hope kids thing, which is going to be even bigger next year. And I, I'm not allowed to talk about that yet, but I promise you folks, it's going to be even bigger next year. And um, it's just, I, I love this sport and I love, I, I think the reason I love this sport is because of the people in this sport. And mm-hmm. so, so, okay. Enough of that crap. Um, 
And so you're, you're 19 years old. You're, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're third in national points and you, that I'm going to, this might be offensive right now that kind of come out of nowhere, Tucker, like you're, you're not a top, a perennial top five in points, every single season kind of guy. Um, you won 25 with soda races this year. Mm-hmm. The most you'd ever won previous to that was 12. The most you'd won previous to that was four. Mm-hmm. And so wh- where did this season come from? Well, you know, last year, you know, we all, we ended up only racing 29 races. So after seeing that now that we were, you know, oh, yeah. So after, you know, going into this year, thinking about the national points thing, heck, we probably would have had a top five last year if we would have just ran 30, but sure. But, you know, that was kind of something I was thinking about, you know, hindsight. But I don't know. Last year really just uh, was kind of a breakout year, I guess. And um, I know switching to Factory 43, um, that just totally changed things for us. We were kind of floating back and forth, trying all sorts of stuff. And um, we kind of got a good combination of some of the stuff we were doing with um, Carter Gerlock and ESS and and then we switched to some stuff with factory 43. So there's really no, I don't think there'd be any other car out there with a similar thing than what we were running. Cause we had all sorts of different <laughs> stuff going on like, we had ESS here, 43, like all sorts. And, and by the end of the year, we found such a good combination that it was just frustrating that, you know, that it wasn't there all year. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, this is the first year we've, you know, we traveled to how many 19 tracks, 19 different tracks, you know, every time you go, you know, you have what you feel like is a baseline. What's, what is it like around home? But you never really, you know, you have to race a night to really get it dialed in. Yeah. And most of those tracks we go race and we don't ever come back. So it was just like one of those things like, gosh, I can really see why people run for national points twice. Cause we did it the first only one year we traveled and now we have a notebook full of all of this information that now we are not going to be using it. So, oh, well, but, um, did you just make an announcement Tucker? Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. Okay. That's what is your, like that you just like Kyle's eyebrows. I'm a very active listener here, Tucker. You can't just sneak shit by like that. What, what did you just announce? Uh, so we actually already sold the car. Um, we're, we're going into late model next year. You're that's going been something from street to late model. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's I've been the last couple months ever since we, we made that decision. I've been struggling here and there. I don't, I'm going to miss the street stock for sure, but I figured that it just, it costs so much money to run for that national points thing. And just with the payout streets getting stuff, this traveling, like we're losing thousands. Oh, <laughs> a week. Sure. It's yeah. just, so it just turned into a, you know, ending up third nationally. I felt if we tried to race it next year, I'd have a pretty good feeling. We would have a hunt at the end. Like we'd be in it at the end of the year, just knowing what we know now. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. I don't, we, we didn't want to have to, I basically paused my whole life to run for this national. I'm in college and stuff. I ended up taking the um, first semester off just because I, I, I was barely home. Like it was right. constantly on the run. And that was like around the Wizzoto 100 week and all like we're gone. all you know, it's just, it was, it was such a crazy time. So I was just like, I don't know if I can race a street stock and be content, not running for another national championship, just because yeah, no, we're, you know, we're this close, you know, it's yeah. just, so. And the other ended thing up, is too, is there's, 
there hasn't been an announcement officially, but there's a real strong likelihood that the guy that beat you is not going to be a street stock racer. I, I that, heard that he's and thinking that, about supers. Yes. And yeah. that uh, Dykoff is not going to be in a streeter and that Eric Riley is not going to be, there's a whole bunch of guys that may not be street stock guys yeah. that are, I'm going to use the word capable, not that mm-hmm. anyone's not capable, but there's guys that are more likely to be yeah. in that top five in that top hunt. Five. Yeah. And so, man, that is, that's some, that's some huge news right there, buddy. It's, it's kind of interesting. You know, I'm just looking into, you know, who might be running for it next year for the streets. It's, it's kind of interesting to think about because there's a lot of people like I heard about Justin. He said he's going to try the super, at least he told me, then he'll see if you'll like it. But, you know, it's interesting to see who will win it because a lot of those guys that you see They're in the wide top open are going to be, yeah, it's, yeah. So it'll be kind of interesting. Are, you know, Ryan Satter's already out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah, I don't know. It's, class is going to be something, isn't it? Believe me, I'm I've been kind of regretting not just running for it again because I I hear all of this news. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like next year's the year to do it. Like, <laughs> oh well, yeah. It there was something to it about racing against some of the best competition, though. Yeah, because yeah. you know you just know. I I feel like at the end of the year it really could have, minus the whole national points and get your mind wrapped into that. I feel like say me, Colton, Braden, and Justin go to a race, I feel like it would be one of the funnest races to the very end. Because like I feel yeah. like we're all so competitive that no and clean minus no, no one no one's yeah exactly yeah. that kind of a yeah. thing. And so like that is uh man, this is like I love hearing things first. And so that's <laughs> that's pretty fun. So okay. So let's go uh people have gotten used to hearing me ask the question why this number. And so why, why are you number 27 P and, um, and did you get permission from Parker Anderson to run 27 P it's kind of funny, actually, when I, when I found out he was 27 P I'm like, Oh gosh, I didn't think it was just kind of a weird coincidence, but uh, no, I, I actually got it. That's what my dad was when he first started. Um, and ironically, both of our birthdays are on the 27th. So that's just a oh. little coincidence, but um, so he, he ran that when, he first started for a little while and then he switched to seven P. So in go-karts, when I first started, like in 2010, I was only like six years old. I had seven P for a long time, actually. Then okay, I switched okay. to 27 because I didn't want to be the same as dad. Like so, dad. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, that's really the only reason 27. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a family thing. It's the same with my sister. She is 93. And when my mom used to race, she was number 93. So like your whole family has raced. Mm-hmm. all four of us that's so cool yeah that is uh like forget cancer like this whole racing thing is way more way more uh terminal than cancer is mm-hmm. like, a, they, like... a fun story about my mom actually the night her last race she won and so she actually was pregnant with my sister but she didn't know it yet okay. so it was like it was like within the first however long i don't know i yeah. don't know before you know yeah, before she knew, and she like literally took the test the next week, and she was pregnant. So it was funny though, because my sister always says, "I was the youngest winner out there." I yeah, was exactly. The- <laughs> I was negative. Yeah, yeah. months old, and yeah, I won exactly. my first race. So, yeah, but yeah, but, so that's kind of a fun story about mom and Kelsey. That her last race, she ended up winning, and yeah, she had Kelsey there too. So that was fun. Is, uh, that's pretty awesome. So those are fun stories. Like those are mm-hmm. those are the really cool fun stuff. So um what else do we want to talk about here so 
We talked about your number. We you were twenty one points short. You got twenty five wins. Um, is there a is there a a pre race? Is there is there something that you a superstition uh, a weird quirk kind of thing that you know right glove left glove helmet is there is there a weird thing that you got to do or do you go off by yourself listen to a certain song to get ready to go is like was there anything goofy about about racing um yeah i'd say i I developed it this year only before it was just kind of a get in and go type thing but so there were two things that i'd always do before um i'd go out to race and so one was just simply because i was too lazy to fix it it was when i mounted my seat this year I, i got a new seat and I mount, mounted it slightly crooked, just slight, just enough. So when you're sitting in the car, you can feel it. No, it like twisted. Like, so like my legs oh, are geez. twisted, okay. just, a, just a teeny bit though, like barely, but I could notice it. And I just didn't feel like drilling new holes and all that, whatever. So I'm not going to complain about it. Cause I, the one who's stuck yeah, with it, but yeah. um, every time I'd get in that seat, like my hips, everything was so uncomfortable. So if you ever saw me in staging, I'd just be moving just uncontrollably, yeah. just moving my shoulders back and forth, loosening the belts tight. Like I just couldn't get comfortable. So that was one thing I'd always do that. I hope not to ever do again. <laughs> it's going to be funny in the late model when you're, because late models traditionally, not traditionally, but a lot of guys, Tucker, their mm-hmm. their seat is purposely tilted yeah, they sit to the it, left. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. when you're hiked up, you're straight. Yeah. I, so, yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, so that was one thing. And then the other thing, gosh, I can't remember the name of the song now, but if I just say it, most people probably would know. Um, this started in Aberdeen. It was our first trip there. I actually ended up winning that night. We're sitting in the pits and I'm just like, before that, I was kind of struggling. How do I get like hyped, like really in the mood, you know, like people, like football players bang their head, do yeah. all that, whatever. It's like, I just, I can't, you know, when you're racing four nights a week, sometimes it's just hard to get psyched for it. Just another And then the song yeah. starts on the, on like the big radios of the pits in Aberdeen. And it's, it's like the intro song from Cars. You know what song I'm talking about? Gosh, I can't remember the name of it. Ah, I know Either what you're way. talking. Yeah, I, but, know, but I know for if sure. Anyone what you're looks up about. intro song of the Cars movie. I can't remember what it is, like off the top of my head. But every race after that, I'd have my phone and I just play that, or or I like hum it to myself. Yeah. Like in that, it's such a weird little quirk. But every time that'd get me right in the mood. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that was a that was a weird thing that happened after Aberdeen. So and so there is no other kind of weird left glove, right glove, left boot, right boot kind of a thing. Not really. I, no. I try to put my stuff on as late as possible because I, I can't I, stand to stand there hot. And yeah, I ended yeah. up getting a, a new suit this year, too, that was a disaster because I, it's just one thing doing measuring with my dad for suits. He's like, well, let's just add half an inch there just in case, you know, just all this stuff. But then you select the loose setting when, you, you know, like you want the suit. And they already added loose. a half yeah. an inch. So yeah, so they it. already did that. And now I get the suit and I'm like, dad, this could fit like two of me. Like this thing, like it was huge. The crotch was hanging down to my knees. I'm just like, this is dumb. And But then I'm just like, well, we got to keep racing. Like it doesn't just stop. So no. then I just, the other suit was getting too tight. So I'm like, oh, I might as well just hike up my short or yeah, hike up exactly. the crotch every time I get in the car and yeah. just. Go get some nacho fries. I got to fit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get get bigger to fit into it, right? Yeah. That's funny. That's super funny. Is there, do you visualize, like I'm a huge visualizer, like where um, as a young guy, 
you know, teenage years, uh, 12, 13, 14, that, that kind of time frame. I raced BMX. I raced mm-hmm. so like uh, pedal bikes and was pretty good at it. And I got to the point where I, I, while I was waiting, you know, the race ahead of you is racing kind of a thing. You'd be on the starting gate and I would shut my eyes and a, a BMX race is only one lap, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not a, can, you know, it's not a 15 minute long mm-hmm. deal. It's a, it's a 90 second long deal. Yeah. And, and I would, I would visualize like, that's the line I'm going to take, you know, like a, mm-hmm. I would visualize the perfect race. Is that, do you do that at, at all? Um, at times, not, not necessarily just like visualizing where I'm going to go, because sometimes, you know, when you're in traffic, that's not a choice, but for me, definitely like I'll look at the lineup and like sitting in staging, seeing which guys are in front of you and just, you know, just trying to think, I'm going to do this, like, I'm going to do this to get past this guy and that to do like, cause you just, you know, after racing against the people, you know, you, you know, you're racing against weekly, you kind of know what what they might be doing right so it's just if you can kind of anticipate that that's that that's what makes you know a pass easier i guess so i just try to kind of anticipate like oh i know he's gonna do that so i'll dart there and do you know just different stuff like that yeah Yeah, you have the 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 tendencies it's just like football Mm -hmm. you know the 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 defense studies the offense to see what kind Mm -hmm. of plays when it's third and four they always run one of these three plays. And if yeah. there's formation, it's going to be this play kind mm-hmm. of thing. Same kind of thing is you get, you get to know the drivers that you're racing against now doing what you did nine, 19 different tracks. And it's your first time at a ton of these mm-hmm. tracks. You don't know, like you're, you're yeah. going in kind of blind. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's an interesting thing that, and it's people say that all the time The you know, the the best plans in the world work right up until the green flag start and then yeah, yeah. And it turns out the guy in front of you didn't know that that was your plan and so mm-hmm. he, yeah exactly the opposite yeah. of what you thought and <laughs> and this guy to your right was going to go to the middle too and so you two smash into each mm-hmm. other trying to both go for the middle and yeah, yeah there's there's uh it, it it all the best plans always work right until the green flag mm-hmm. comes. and then it's yeah. and then and then you're reacting to everything and that's where mm-hmm. i i think that's where a, a good racer becomes a great racer is being able to adapt instantly to those and situations. just and race on instinct to yes. that stuff. Like that's, that's kind of part of it too, is, you know, you kind of get this plan in the back of your head just so it's subconsciously there. And then, then you race on instincts and then you just have that, you know, it's kind of like another little tool that, but you can only plan for so much. So yeah. much of it is just, you just race so much that you, you race on your instincts and then, you know, you pick, you pick on, you know, the little things like on the track where you need right. to go and yep. looking for moisture, looking for traction, mm-hmm. looking for, unless you're Justin Vogel, then you just go find concrete wall and yeah. just slide <laughs> around. Yeah. And so just kidding, buddy. Um, sort of, <laughs> that's what he does. He is not really necessarily a bad thing. Like no. if you got the, you got the, the only guy up there, it, typically, it, man. Like, typically you don't know the high sides working until, uh, you know, started in, 18th place on the high side comes by you on last. Yeah, exactly. And you're, mm-hmm. You started third and he started 16th and he's passing you. Oh, I guess the high side's working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the truth for everybody though. Like there's, there's every class has got the guy that is the first guy to go to the bottom. First guy to go to the top mm-hmm. to try the middle or to try all three lanes in one corner, like whatever it is kind of thing. You gotta, yeah. 
that don't don't get trapped into following the guy in front of you because if if uh if he's never you kind of thing yeah you're never gonna pass a guy by just following his line you gotta you gotta go somewhere they ain't that's that's something my dad has tried to enforce into me since a little kid so so it's a great question though tucker is there are you uh trying to think of the scenario here you're you're in fourth place there's uh six laps to go and and uh it's it's a fairly well look at there there's yeah it's dad mr peterson right there uh you're you're in fourth place there's five laps to go six laps to go it's kind of a lockdown track you're it's either all high side or all low side do you do you step out of line and and try to get first or do you say "Ah, i better stay here and get the points that i can get well you know when it came to national point stuff it it really came down to if he didn't finish first or second, it was a throwout anyway. So, you know, saying if I was in fourth place or something, well, I'd be like, it's everything was on the line. So why not just send it? And Gotta you're try. already out. You're already out of, you know, fourth and 10th are going to be the same amount of points. Exactly. In the it's it's yeah. all going to end up being thrown out anyway. And that's, yeah. So I, I guess in that situation, running for national points, whatever, I would definitely just do that because Let her by following them, I, it, it would mean nothing. So, yeah, no, that's uh that is the correct answer. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, okay. We're going to move on here to the fun stuff. And this is the part where people that watch this show regularly go, okay, it's the your MTH.com rapid fire questions and it's a new year. We're changing it up. And so it's still going to be the your MTH.com, but now it's going to be called the your MTH.com game time. And we're going to change it up. Sometimes it'll be rapid fire questions. Sometimes I've, I've, I've come up with 10 different ideas. They're not my ideas. Like there's some of it that's like, I'll just kind of tweak this game and make that into a racing thing and that sort of stuff. But uh, you're the first one to get to try it here, Tucker. So um, this game is going to be called one has to go. It's a game. Like it's, you see it on Facebook every now and then it'll be, you know, spaghetti, pizza, hot dogs, and hamburgers, and you got to choose one that can't, mm-hmm. you never going to have it again kind of a thing. So, um, and it's all brought to you by yourmth.com. You know, Minnesota Trek headquarters, they're kind of everywhere in Minnesota now. They're they're not quite all the way up to, to Grand Forks yet, but you're there. They'll get there, man. Just be patient. By the time you're, by the time you're jack, buying jacked up, you know, super duties, <laughs> they'll be up there so and if they're not up there you go to yourmth.com. they'll bring the damn car to you and so um go give those guys a shot at earning your business if you're watching this so one has to go i i wrote out three of them you have to choose so there's there's going to be four things mm-hmm. uh three different questions though so thing number one this is cookies okay o- oatmeal cookies chocolate chip cookies snickerdoodle cookies sugar cookies can never have one of those ever again by oatmeal that's the wrong answer man yeah um, <laughs> what, what would you chose sugar i sugar hate cookies? sugar cookies and so uh i love the other three oatmeal raisin might be my all-time favorite cookie i no, i don't even think i've ever had an oatmeal raisin cookie so oh. that's why i chose it because i just have never eaten yeah it, if you so. don't know yeah exactly yeah. so yeah so you're not gonna miss nothing if you've never had one but yeah, exactly yeah I'm telling you tucker if you now, if you hate raisins, you're probably not going to like an oatmeal raisin cookie, but oh, they are, I, it's my favorite cookie. So, um, and snickerdoodles also my favorite cookie. Those are good. Yeah. It's probably a reason I look the way I do is because I got like, <laughs> eight, eight different favorite cookies. 
Uh, okay, question number two. This is holidays because yeah. we're we we're in real life. We're just about to Christmas. Mm-hmm. As you're watching this, Christmas just got over with. Uh, and so Halloween, New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, or Fourth of July. One of those can never happen again. Now uh-huh. you're a young guy. There's a real obvious question here, and I know you got. You got a sweetheart. And so like, I'm giving away which one I would get rid of. <laughs> yeah. You, you could, okay. I'll say this. You could do Valentine's day because everyone still has an anniversary. So then that's still kind of the same. Yeah. We'll just, we'll do Valentine's day. Valentine's day is the yeah. right answer. So yeah. <laughs> the other one that I would sort of consider is new year's Eve because yeah, it's literally a one second holiday. New mm-hmm. Year's is like, it's, it's not, it's not, it is, it's over. It's mm-hmm. like instantly over. And so it's here. You watch the ball drop an hour early or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. We're in, the, in the flyover States here in the cornfields, then, then that's, it's, we don't even get to celebrate because mm-hmm. you watch yeah. it on TV. It's an hour ahead of time. So mm-hmm. it's um, which once you get old, it's, you don't mind that it's an hour ahead of time at nine o'clock. You're like, just go to bed yeah yeah <laughs> and so um yeah halloween has to stay fourth of july absolutely has exactly to yeah uh, but new year's eve or valentine's day i'm not mm-hmm. big on the the made-up holiday like you know principal day president's yeah. day like all of that kind of stuff they're like not real to me they're not real holidays but mm-hmm. uh okay this is going to be the hardest one this is okay. going to be the absolute hardest one and you're going to piss some people off here buddy <laughs> Late model, modified, B-mod, street stock. And I didn't even know about the late model thing when I wrote this down. Yeah. One of them's got to go forever. Never going to happen again. Probably B-mods, unfortunately. I, I would, I not that I don't like B-mods, and it's by far the biggest class at mm-hmm. every track. And so they, they'll never leave. No, but, but yeah. Uh, but it, that as is, far that as is. watching goes, like in B mods, I, I don't mind watching it. But if I don't know anyone, rate like if I don't know the person, like it's just I don't know. I'd rather watch A mods or late models. Yeah, I guess probably and, if I didn't know anybody. And there's kind of nothing else like a late model, and there's kind of nothing else like a street stock. Yeah, there's modifieds and B mods. Yeah, yeah, pretty darn close. And so mm-hmm. if you're an open wheel you know, I love open wheels. You still can have open wheels. It's just called a modified, not a Midwest modified. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, yeah. So it's not that we don't love them, but you, one of them had to go like that's yeah. the point of the question. Right. And so I could have made it easier. I could have said like, uh, you know, super trucks or something like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's something totally out of the realm. Doesn't even... And so, yeah, that I could have made it easier, but I purposely made that one hard because it's, <laughs> it's the whole point. So, yeah. Um, all right. So that's the yourmth.com uh, game time. I almost said rapid fire questions. Again. <laughs> it's been two years of saying that. So uh, it's the yourmth.com game time. Uh, and you pass like you, you only got one question. One of those opinion questions wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we go on to the ECS pay it forward question here, Tucker. And that is where my last guest asks you a question. And then you get to ask my next guest a question. Uh, so my last, and it's brought to you by ECS. Uh, fantastic guys. There's 
they're down in North Branch, Minnesota, so a long ways from you. Mm-hmm. But you you've seen as you traveled around, there's all of these little SSR pit bikes that people are riding around in the pits and golf carts and little four wheelers and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff with six guys driving around on one little tiny four wheeler. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you get them is at ECS. You can find them online. They'll Mac is the best there is at making a deal with somebody. And so if you're is you're preparing for 2024, go give those guys a shot at earning your pit bike business. And so um, my last guest was a guy by the name of Max Donlinger. Uh, Max is a super stock driver um, in his thirties really come on strong at the end of the year. He raced probably 10 years ago and then went to college, had, you know, became an adult, started Mm -hmm. business, all that kind of stuff. And in the middle of this year decided I'm going to be a race car driver again and, and uh, just couldn't get away from it. And back in he is and uh, finished seventh at the 100 in the mm-hmm. super stock class. So, and his question for you was this is why all those years ago, why did you choose street stock? What, what attracted you to the street stock class? Honestly, not too sure. I think it was more just at the time we saw it as more of just like a, like a, what's the word? Just like a beginner's class, but it's really not like it. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. such a it misconception. Be, I mean, it, it absolutely can be. Can be. Yeah. Like it, it can be like, I, I would say that, you know, like late models, like every class you're going to have competition in, but like in the street stocks, I feel like it's, it's much more manageable to start off in than like saying, just jumping straight to a late model. Cause there's oh, so much more power sure. behind you, you know, yeah. but, but I want to say it was just that there was always a weird attraction to those, I guess, just in go-karts. This is what I wanted to do. And, yeah. and uh, I guess the stars just lined up. There was a really good car for sale at the time, right when we were looking for one. So that's just what we ended up going with. That's perfect. So, and it is, um, I don't know if this is a real word, but it's, I, I say it frequently is race craft. The, the, for the, I have a hard time with, with first time rookie, I've never been in the race car being in a modified or being in a mm-hmm. late model because you don't know how to race. And yeah. I don't mean you don't know the rules. You don't know how to turn left to go right. Cause you've mm-hmm. probably been in go-karts your entire mm-hmm. life. You, you don't know race craft with that mm-hmm. much power and, yeah. and how to handle the car and how to, how to handle it when you're, when you're an inch and a half away from someone yeah. dive into turn one, who turns first and when do you yeah. get away when you're on the inside and when you give way on your outside, you have to learn race craft. Well, and that's something that's hard to teach because yes. it's so much a feel thing. Like I feel like probably going into last year, I was really, that's when I felt like I was starting to get it. Like leading up to that, it was just, you know, I'm going out trying and dad's trying to explain to me what I'm doing wrong, but I just wasn't getting it. Like, yeah, there's just like a, a switch that flipped. And then it yes. was just like, like now I feel like in the street stock, I could like, I know what to do with certain situations as opposed to I'm pushing, let's just keep throttle through it. Like, no, like the wall will help. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like it just, there's things like that, that you just need to pick up from doing it. Like you can yes. go, you know, there's driving schools. All, you can do as much, you know, sitting in the classroom and them explaining, but unless you're in the car, in the situation, you never really get it till you're there. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah. So, you have yeah. to you have to do it wrong a bunch of times before it ever feels right. Like yeah, you, yeah, it's you just said it before you before they, and there's a moment where where 
you come into turn one, turn three, whatever it is, and you start going up the hill and you're like, oh no. And you just sort of instinctively tap the mm-hmm. you know, tap the brake, give it a little wheel, turn the wheel back the other way, get on the gas. And all of a sudden it yeah. just does exactly what, yeah. what your brain has been telling it to do mm-hmm. the whole time. And you're like, yeah. oh, I did you're that. Like, oh, wow, that worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and more importantly, I remembered what I did because you yeah. got, you got it right a bunch of times, but you didn't do it on purposely right it yeah. sort of accidentally happened right mm-hmm. and and when you when you purposely instinctively just do it without thinking about it um a lot of people will call it slowing down like when 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 the race car slows down and mm-hmm. you'll have this again in the late model like you're it's shit's gonna happen so much faster for you uh for a while and then it'll slow back down again and you'll know yeah. how to get that to turn and, and, and who, who gives way when you're side by mm-hmm. side to turn one and that sort of stuff. And so it'll be, uh, I'm excited for you to do that. So, okay. So that's why he picked streeters. My next guest is a guy. I, if you know his name, I'm going to be stunned. I think you're probably going to know his website. Uh, it's a guy by the name of Scott Kosek, uh, and he runs the website, get in the stands. Okay, so there's like a little logo that says G-I-T-S, GITS, um, but it's it stands for Get In The Stands. And it's it's this wicked, awesome freaking website to where when you're on vacation in Nevada, you go on Get In The Stands and it tells you where, where the local racetracks are. It tells you when they're racing, what the specials are. It has all of that kind of stuff in there. And um and Scott and I met each other at the, at the Wasota banquet. And I said, Hey man, I would love to have you on the show to talk about what you do. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so that's, he's, he's going to be my next guest. Um, and so I'm, I'm very confident that you've seen that Facebook page. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And so what would your question for Scott be? Um, I guess maybe what drove him to like create that website or, you Great know, question. it's probably kind of a, probably going to be a fairly simple answer, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, like what drove him to want to do that. It's uh, it's probably the first question I'm going to ask him. To be yeah. honest, <laughs> it's going to be the subject of our whole. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, uh, what was the drive to do it? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. So, man, Tucker, I uh, I wish you best of luck in about 14 different areas of your life, man. You're, you're right at the starting line of, of adulthood right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're having to deal with big time adult stuff and yeah. college with your mom, with, with you're going to a freaking late model in the, in the middle of all of this. And so like, that is uh those are some big, big things right there. Um, eventually you, you have a pretty serious girlfriend. You got pictures of her mm-hmm. all over your Facebook. And so yeah. there's, you, you're going to have to deal with all of that as well. As long as, as long as she understands that race cars were, bef- you were race car guy before you were boyfriend <laughs> guy. And so just in proportion, it's got to be race cars. Yeah. And as long as she understands that she's a keeper. And so um, I wish you best of luck in all of that, buddy. And, uh, and I, I hope to see you. I hope to see you way down south in sock center or sock rapids rather uh next next summer running your late model at my racetrack hopefully we do honestly i loved i loved doing all the traveling and 
even going to Granite City. I loved going there. That was one yeah. of my favorite tracks from this year. So yeah, it's, uh, uh, I hope we do a little bit of traveling. I know there's not quite as much at the late model, but um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully, hopefully we can get some of that in. So awesome, man! Awesome. That is Tucker Peterson, 27P late model driver on after the checkers.